Hello lovelies. Welcome back to Chit Chat with Cass. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. In today's podcast episode, I thought that we would talk a little bit about Star Wars and the new things that are going to be coming to Star Wars. So you may know that on um, Investor's Day, I think it's called, they announced a bunch of new things for Disney, and that includes regular Disney things, Marvel projects, and Star Wars projects. So I'm going to kind of look over some of the released items, if you will. Some of the projects are still very new and we don't have a bunch of information on them, but why not sit back and chat about Star Wars? Fair warning, some of this content may have a bit of spoilers, depending on what exactly we dive into with the topic of Star Wars and the fandom, so take that warning. All right, so my little list here, we have Rangers of the New Republic. So the information that I have found for that, Rangers of the New Republic, a new original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian is coming to Disney+. Plus. Not a lot of details about it, but it will be executive produced by Dave Filioni and John Favreau. The series will culminate in a potential Mandalorian and Ahsoka um, crossover event, if you will. Some reports are suggesting that because it is in the timeline of The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian kind of shows almost the lawless side of the galaxy, if you will, while the Rangers will most likely give us more of a look into the government side of the galaxy reforming after the Emperor's defeat. Um, I'm assuming that we're going to see the Rangers that have already, like the New Republic Rangers that we've already seen in The Mandalorian, will most likely be in this series, but that's just my assumption. Um, this sounds very good. I'd be curious to see more aspects of that timeline that we haven't really seen in other live action things, meaning the time between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. So the fact that they've already introduced the Rangers into the Mandalorian fandom uh, sounds very interesting to me and I'm pretty much on board for anything that Jon Favreau does at this time, so let's bring it on. That of course references the next announcement that they made, that Ahsoka will be getting her own series. It was a huge deal that they were going to be bringing Ahsoka as a live action character into The Mandalorian, so it does make sense that they would kind of give her her own spin-off from The Mandalorian. So let's see, Ahsoka, a new original series starring Rosario Dawson and set within the timeline of The Mandalorian is also coming to Disney+. Plus. There is a lot of mixed feelings, I feel like, with the casting of Ahsoka because of some um, unfortunate claims and issues regarding the actress. I know a lot of people think that she plays Ahsoka very well, so it is, as Star Wars fandoms go, um, it is very mixed opinion, if you will. I am looking forward to the Ahsoka series um, to see more of a live action thing and where exactly they go with it. I have to assume, now, just my assumption, that it will have more of her going after Thrawn because it was mentioned in her scenes in the Mandalorian episode that that was kind of what she was doing right now. She was going after Grand Admiral Thrawn. And then I've seen other people suggest that because that is her mission in her spinoff series, we are assuming potentially we could see more people from Rebels like Ezra 
or people of that nature because they had also brought in Thrawn into the Rebels animated series. So lots of potential possibilities. Of course, nothing is set in stone. We're all just making our guesses as um, Star Wars fans do. But yes, yeah, so the Rangers and Ahsoka are supposed to be within the Mandalorian um, timeline and most likely we will see some sort of crossover event within those shows is what some places are reporting. Then we go to Star Wars The Bad Batch. Now this is um, an animated series. There is a trailer out for this, so I would recommend checking it out. Um, the Star Wars The Bad Batch is an animated series about the Bad Batch of clones from the Clone Wars, a squad of clones who actually vary genetically from their clone breeding. Now I'm assuming that this takes place right after Revenge of the Sith just based on some of the trailer um, points. Let me see. Some of the descriptions that have been released online follows a group of clones who become mercenaries after the Empire defeats the Jedi and takes control of the galaxy. Um, so that would make sense that it does take place right after or a little bit after Revenge of the Sith. Another thing that has been released about this is we will be getting a young Fennec uh, voiced by Ming-Na Wen, which I'm super excited about. Okay, I've loved her since Mulan, I loved her in S.H.I.E.L.D., and now I love her in The Mandalorian. <laughs> so um, it's great that she's coming back for a younger version of her character, but she'll still be voicing Fennec in this The Bad Batch series. Um, we also have um, released Star Wars Visions. Not much on this project at all. Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films, celebrates the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. Um, it's supposedly coming this year in 2021 to Disney+, Plus, but some of those timelines could switch because of the virus, of course. Um, this sounds very interesting. Uh, I myself am not a an anime person, but I know that it is extremely popular within fandoms. So the fact that they're taking the Japanese anime and kind of mixing it with Star Wars should be very interesting. I will of course give it a watch and I will be looking forward to hearing more information as it comes out about Star Wars Visions. Uh, as it says, it looks like it's going to be little short films, so nothing that will be a series, but still should be very interesting to watch and see different perspectives on the Star Wars universe. Then we have Star Wars Andor. Um, there is also a sneak peek available and they say that it's going to be a 12 episode series. Um, who knows if they will like continue it on after that if it's popular. And it is essentially a building of a revolution. So this series is going to center around Cassian Andor, which he is from Rogue One. He was a popular character within Rogue One and was part of the rebellion. Diego Luna is coming back um, to play Cassian, which is great. I love when the actors or actresses come back. So the description, you know, Andor is a brave officer of the Rebel Alliance and the leader of Rogue One, a unit of Rebel soldiers who tries to adjust our plans. Yes, we know this. And um, we know his fate. So because we know his fate, we have to assume that this series will take place obviously before Rogue One with him doing rebellion work, alliance work, some sort of, I don't know, rebel spy work is what comes to mind, but it's great to see him back and also um, K2SO will be coming back as well for this particular series, so it should be interesting. Rogue One was extremely popular with a lot of different Star Wars fans. It's not my personal favorite, but um, I know a lot of people that love this movie, so it should be interesting to see that time before New Hope and seeing Cassian back again. 
Okay, then we have another series called Star Wars The Acolytes. Um, this is going to be set in the High Republic era. The Acolyte will be helmed by Russian Doll creator Leslie Headland. If you have not seen Russian Doll, it's a Netflix series that is really good. Um, I'm looking forward to more seasons of it, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, so I already like her style, so it should be curious to see um, her take on Star Wars universe and, of course, this High Republic era of things that is um, much before Phantom Menace. Um, so the official description of this, it is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark sides power in the final days of the High Republic era. The details are not um, excessive with this one, but it is confirmed that it's most likely going to be a female-centric project, um, as I said, with the creator of um, Russian Doll being at the forefront of it. Um, there is a quote that has been released about it by um, Headland herself. It says, I would say it's in a pocket of the universe and a pocket of time that we don't know much about. That's what I can say. And she said that in November of 2020. Rumors have said that this will be set about 200 years before Phantom Menace, and so this will be actually the earliest movie on the timeline. The project is going to be, as Star Wars does, a combination of um, this series, novels, children books, comics, and so on, um, that is away from the Skywalker saga. I think a High Republic book actually has already come out. I have a couple friends that are reading it and that have suggested it to me. A lot of reports on this are just saying that it is stepping away from, you know, the Darth Vader saga, if you will. Um, it's focusing more of the Jedi, of the High Republic, and their storylines, and a different take on the timeline, of course, um, the space period, and new set of Jedis. Now, while some reports are saying that it is very um, pulled away from the Skywalker saga, other people are saying that there is rumors that it could showcase the rise of Darth Plagueis, uh, Darth Sidious's master, which would be a little silly if they are truly trying to take it away from the Skywalker saga. Like, maybe we shouldn't do Plagueis or Sidious or anything related to that, clearly. This one sounds very interesting. I'm interested to see the different timeline, new Jedi characters, um, a different spin on it um, is always uh, greatly appreciated. So I'm curious. Next up, we have um, the Star Wars A Droid Story. So this will be a little animated adventure, it seems. Uh, let me see what I have here. This animated adventure movie will feature a new hero who is guided by C-3PO and R2-D2. So I'm not sure... Um, Oh, it is a movie. I was going to say I'm not sure if it's a series, but it is a little movie, um, so that could be cute. Nothing that I'm, of course, jumping up and down about, but I'm curious on when um, it would take place, maybe. Then they also released that they are going to be doing a series, the Star Wars Lando series. Uh, so it says... This series will be about the galaxy's favorite scoundrel, Lando Calrissian, um, played by Billy Dee Williams in the original trilogy and The Rise of Skywalker, and of course Donald Glover in Solo, A Star Wars Story. The director of Dear White People is going to be developing this particular series. Um, there's a mix of info for this one. As I said, everything is so new and they just announced these not that long ago. Um, there is a mix of info saying that Donald Glover will be reprising his role as young Lando Calrissian. I personally hope that Billy D. Williams also has some appearances. I mean, he's still around, he's still acting. I would love to see if it is like a young Lando show. Billy D. almost like introducing it and like telling stories and then we have flashbacks to Donald Glover. I think that would be great to have the old version of Lando and the young version in the same series, but that's just me. And maybe they'll do that, who knows. 
Then we have Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So this is going to be directed by um, Patty Jenkins. If you're not familiar, she's directed the Wonder Woman movies, so I am a fan. Um, titled Rogue Squadron, uh, this film will follow a group of Rebel Alliance Starfighter Squadron pilots and their adventures. There is a teaser for this as well, not really filming, but it has Patty Jenkins introducing the project, which made me very excited for it. She mentions in this that her father was a fighter pilot. Um, he actually lost his life in the line of duty, but she grew up around military things and things relating to fighter pilots and she's been looking for a project to kind of tell those stories so the mixture of a fighter pilot into a galaxy far far away would of course be a perfect fit with the rogue squadron so I'm, I'm very looking forward to this type of series as well so then we have an untitled Star Wars movie, but it will be made by Taika Waititi. So he's very popular, done a lot of good films. Ragnarok comes to mind, and that was extremely popular. Um, all we have on this is it's a brand new Star Wars feature. Claimed filmmaker, of course. It's in development. Um, get ready for an unforgettable ride. That doesn't really give us much information now, does it? Of course, I'm curious on this. I would love to know what the storyline is, the timeline, any of that things. Um, I like his style, so I would be curious to see what he brings to the table when it comes to a galaxy far, far away. Next up, we have a series that I have been waiting for forever, it seems, and they finally announced it, and then we've got more information, and that, of course, is going to be the Obi-Wan series. Um, the newest announcement with the Obi-Wan series, of course, we had Ewan McGregor coming back, thank um, Baby Yoda, <laughs> and we got the announcement that Hayden Christensen will also be coming back to play Anakin and or Darth Vader at this time because the Obi-Wan series will take place they're saying 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. I am so excited for this. There have been of course script delays and production things um, but hopefully they're going to begin filming this year. We'll see how this goes. I'm just, I'm super excited, okay? I grew up with the prequel, so the fact that Hayden Christensen and, of course, Ewan McGregor is coming back as a, like, middle ground Obi-Wan. He took the younger Obi-Wan perfectly, and hopefully we can see, like, a middle ground him that will age into Alec Guinness, if you catch my drift. I know some people were like you know, because people like to bitch and moan about things, that it doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. You need to go watch New Hope, and you need to see their slow-ass little lightsaber battle because Vader tells him you should not have come back. I feel like there's an interaction there. My dad has told me this for years, that something happened between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Saying the quote that you should not have come back, that doesn't fit the ending that they had in Revenge of Sith. It doesn't make sense. So I feel like they have to meet up in this timeline 10 years later. I hope it's amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. I jokingly said, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, um, what is it? Maleficent? The first Maleficent movie, there's this really funny scene where she saves the little princess from like falling off a cliff with her magic. And I feel like I want to see that happen with Obi-Wan and little Luke. Like Luke is like running in the sand and he's like going to fall off a cliff in Tatooine and Obi-Wan just has to pick him up with the force because that's all he has to do on Tatooine, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really looking forward to this Obi-Wan series. Then we actually got news of another series that was not released at the 
Investors Day or whatever that was because it was released at the end of the second season of Mandalorian and that is the book of Boba Fett. So a Boba Fett centric spin-off show was announced after the season two finale of The Mandalorian um, based on the post credit scenes. Um, it looks as if he is trying to, you know, take up the criminal empire that is on Tatooine. Um, of course, Jabba once owned it um, until Return of the Jedi. <laughs> And now it looks like him and Finnick are going to have their little adventures on Tatooine. So that is very interesting. Um, I have never been a Boba Fett fan until um, The Mandalorian. And it's curious to see what they're going to do um, with this series. I'm very excited that the actor came back. And I would definitely watch this. We do, of course, have at some point in the future, we will be getting The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, there's been conflicting reports on when that will happen, if The Book of Boba Fett will actually take its slot on Disney+, Plus, um, scheduling-wise, or when exactly The Mandalorian will come back. And I am potentially working on a Mandalorian podcast set, so um, if you're interested in hearing my opinions on that, like, wait a little bit. <laughs> I'm working on it. And then um, that's pretty much all of that they announced, which raises questions on if for a while they said that Ryan Johnson was going to be getting his own trilogy within the Star Wars universe. However, after the reaction to The Last Jedi, some good, some bad, um, a lot of people are saying that they maybe nixed that. They're not going to give him his own trilogy now. There's no reports saying, yes, he, we're not doing it, or yes, we are doing it, and nothing came out on that particular Investor's Day, so it's a little curious on if he will be getting his own series or not. So, I think that's all that was announced for Star Wars. Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, Star Wars Andor, Star Wars The Acolyte, um, let's see, A Droid Story, The Lando Series, Rogue Squadron, The Untitled Star Wars Movie, The Obi-Wan Series, The Book of Boba Fett, and of course, The Mandalorian Season 3 at some point. As I said, I am most looking forward to the Obi-Wan series, although I will give all of these a watch. I am not picky <laughs> as some people. I'll just take the fandom as I can, and I will give my honest opinion of it, but I'm never as critical as some people. I would, of course, love to hear what you guys are most excited for. Do any of these projects or series excite you? Um, do you think they're doing too much? What do you guys think, um, especially since they are really stepping away from Skywalker Saga, except for the Obi-Wan series, will of course be related to the Skywalker Saga. Um, you have the potential, you have the potential for other little cameos potentially in some of these series. Um, but what are your guys' opinions on these new projects? And which one are you most looking forward to? As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And I will see you guys in the next one.